Yes, guys, what's happening? And welcome back to another episode of the Blues Brothers podcast. It's been a while. It's the first one this year. Um, yeah, I've been busy doing other bits and pieces, but the podcast is now back and we're back with a bang. As you can see, I'm delighted to be joined by the main man himself, the Parisian Londoner, uh, hey. big PSG fan. Mate, thank you so much for your time. I looking appreciate forward to... the invite. Thank you very nah, much. Looking forward to getting stuck into this one, mate. Um, as always, I'd like to start the podcast with asking um, guests about the team they support and kind of why they support them. So obviously you're a big PSG fan yourself. Uh, what's yes, the story indeed. behind What's the story behind you following PSG <clears throat> and how long have you been following them for? Right, so the story behind this is uh, I'm a born and raised Parisian. So it's my local club. So I moved to London five years ago, uh, but uh, I was born in Paris. So I'm, I'm really in favour of, of people supporting their local club, even if it's a shit club. And back in the days, trust me, we were kind of <laughs> shit, you know. And uh, so that's my city. I love my city. So I love the, the club of my city. That's, 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 uh, I, I had pretty much no choice uh, in the sense that uh, my father, uh, my brothers, everyone in the family was supporting PSG. And uh, even if we were not successful back in the days, uh, I, mean, I'm, I support PSG since I'm, I'm born. Obviously, when I was a baby, I did not have the choice. But uh, the scarf was, uh, was next to my, my carry cot, I'd say. Uh, I, I was born with this. Um, and, and yeah, I kept following my team. Uh, was uh, involved in the stands as well with, with some ultras back in the days. And... Uh, and yeah, man, I mean, uh, obviously the club has changed a lot. Uh, we'll discuss this afterwards. But uh, but yeah, supported my team uh, pretty much my, my whole life, to be fair. And you just, you just touched on it there. Um, how much has the club changed, obviously, since since you've been following them? Of course, you know, the Qatari-backed takeover came a few years ago now. Um, but that's taken a little bit of time, even from then, to get to where it is now. But yeah. even even before then, I mean, you were obviously there with the likes when Ronaldinho was there, etc. I mean, exactly. How, how, how different was the club back then compared to what it is now? Was it just kind of just a small is, uh, in France? Basically, they, they arrived in 2010. Um, obviously, they, they came with the oil money. They invested a lot uh, in the club. Uh, not only the players, but also the infrastructure, uh, the the academy as well that they are um, um, developing right now, uh, and obviously they develop some some fashion, cultural uh, partnerships everywhere to uh, increase the 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 international aspect of the brand. So so the the issue, the thing is, it's a good thing because now on the, on the international stage. Everyone is paying attention to PSG thanks to the fact now it, it's more of a, of a brand rather than a football club. Uh, but uh, we needed to pay the price for this, obviously, uh, from a football perspective. As you can see now, the project of the owners is obviously to, uh, because they invested so much money, they want, they want some return on their investment. Uh, so obviously, they, 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 sometimes we have the impression they are recruiting players only to sell kits. Um, uh, they are adding superstars next to each other's to each other. Sorry, uh, like that, pretty much like the Avengers, right? It's like a Marvel movie, uh, and sometimes it does not make sense from a football perspective. Um, and obviously, um, yeah, the, the club has changed a lot, mate. It's it's, it's a completely different club um, comparing to back in the days. Even if we still have a hardcore fan base of, I'd say, twenty thousand, thirty thousand. PSG fans from the early uh, stages, the early days, but uh, 
but yeah, now now you have um, PSG fans in Asia. You have fan clubs everywhere in California. I think they opened a shop in the Hollywood Boulevard in Los Angeles. So, you know, and uh, also with the Jordan collaboration and, and things like that. Uh, and I actually uh, noticed this when I arrived here in London. Uh, when I was walking in, I live uh, in Shepherd's Bush in West London, not too far from, from the bridge, by the way. Yeah, yeah. My local <laughs> club is QPR. They don't really like you, by the way, as well. No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> so big up to QPR. Uh, but yeah, um, mate, they were, you know, people walking in the streets like with, uh, with Jordan uh, tracksuits of PSG, uh, video clips of, of grime and, and drill music with. Uh, with the with the guys wearing the PSG kits or Jordan Jordan track suits and that, and uh, I I was just walking uh, down my street and then there were these guys wearing a PSG track suit. So I I went to him and I was like, oh you're you're a PSG fan? Was that like, what? And then he talked he, he answered and was like, what, what do you mean? So you were wearing a PSG track suit. You you're a PSG fan? Uh, do you support PSG? That no no no, it just looks sick, man. That's it. <laughs> like, oh, for yeah. fuck's sake, man! Why, why again? You know, Mate, I've, and, I, I have to say, like, I'm, I'm a little bit guilty of that myself. Like, I, I, I love football, obviously. Like, I, I do collect shirts and stuff, but I've got a couple of PSG shirts myself. I was saying to you earlier, and it's not because I support the club; it's just because they look really nice. And obviously, yeah. as you as you were saying to me before we started live um how are you concerned are like psg fans concerned or there are a section of fans that are concerned that the yes. club is like slightly losing its roots and is becoming indeed. more of a more of a kind of a brand a fashion brand sort yes, of indeed. trying to make a lot of money through marketing and stuff because there seems exactly. to be like new stuff coming out all the time I and mean, how, how do exactly. you feel how do you feel about that as a fan and what do what's the general kind of, consensus amongst other yeah. fans you speak to it's kind of we are most of us we kind of pissed off about this in the sense that the fans are now uh, consulted around um, what what the what, what what are the colors of the kids the designs and everything but I I know most of the fans these days with modern football they they, they don't have anything to say around this but at least from uh, some of the historic clubs um, uh, can be Nike can be Adidas can be Puma at least they need to respect the, the original colors and designs of, of the Christ Morning Clubs. Uh, we are a very young club, uh, born in 1970. So even QPI is uh, 1882, I think. So we are yeah. babies. We are literally babies in this game. And, and when you're a baby, if you already start to uh, uh, forget about your history and, uh, and uh, your original values, roots, colors and everything, it starts to be complicated to build something in the long term, in my opinion. But yeah, man, I mean, uh, the, the kits of this season, for example, have been uh, quite complicated, uh, especially the away one. Even the, the home one, the away one, I don't know if you've seen the away one, but it's white and pink. The pink the bit, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Whereas this is supposed to be our away kit design yeah. that we had for years with the, with the, the, red, uh, the red banner here. Uh, and um and you know this this type of stuff obviously confirms the fact that the strategy of the owners is not really focused on football but more around the marketing and the international image of the brand and yeah. that's why we're struggling from a football perspective as well because as you can see this season on paper everyone is saying well oh, psg is having even on fifa you cannot dream about having this kind of team you know what i mean and and on paper, this is something, but football is more complicated than this. And, and we have the impression sometimes the owners are, are completely, completely uh, out of the outside the reality of football and they're more 
business focused, I'd say. Yeah, no, I get, I get exactly what exactly what you're saying. I just wanted to move it forward to a little bit more recently, not PSG right now. We'll come to that in a sec. But obviously, myself being a massive Chelsea fan, delighted to have Thomas Tuchel at the club, as well as Thiago Silva, who's been yes. unbelievable for us over the two That's seasons incredible. he's been here. Um, what were your thoughts? Obviously, we're delighted we got Thomas Tuchel. He's done fantastically well for us in a short space of time. You know, Champions League, um, you know, Club World Cup. Super Cup, making all the finals that he's made. Um, what did you make of his time at PSG? Uh, obviously, he got you to your first ever Champions League final. Uh, watched the final against Bayern Munich. I thought, bang unlucky not to win that, really. He was definitely the better side on the night, I would have said. Um, and then, obviously, he was sacked on Christmas Eve in 2020. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'll be able to tell me a bit more about it. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. Be quite sort eye to eye with Leonardo, the sporting director. Um, there you go. There you have it. That's a special thing. Okay, so let me start from the beginning. Uh, in regards to Thomas Tuchel, it was it was a, a bit of a slow start for him. Yeah. Uh, we were uh, concerned about his German way to uh, uh, coach the team. Um, sometimes was playing uh, players in weird positions, uh, such as Marquinhos, which is actually uh, one of one of the best defender in the world, centre back. And he played him in the midfield, for example, sometimes. Mm. And we were really, uh, really uh, surprised by those kind of decisions. But um, step by step, he, he proved that he was he was quality. Uh, obviously, he took us to our first uh, Champions League final ever. Um, so, I mean, big up, big up to him for that. I mean, there's nothing else to say apart from the fact we've been unlucky, considering that it's a former PSG player that scored against us again uh, as well. Uh, so very unlucky. Um, but as as you mentioned, um, he had a very very complicated relationship with our director of football, uh, Leonardo, and uh, it's not only about him. Mate. It's uh, all our previous coaches. They had issues with him. Uh, before him, it was the same with Unai Emery as well. Um, and then then I think the season he left, he won the Europa League right after. Yeah. Uh, uh, look, uh, he, uh, Thomas Tuchel left. He won the Champions League right after. Um, and I think uh, all our gaffers they had issues with him. Uh, it's not really about about the gaffer, but more about about the about how it works and how it's structured internally at the club. Um, it goes up to the top of uh, of uh, Nasser El Khalifi, the the president of PSG, and and even the Sheikh of Qatar having huge huge decision power over, over the club as well from a few from a football perspective so when you have a, a coach like thomas tuchel that needs some decision power from a football perspective decide who he wants to recruit uh, what system he wants to play uh, which player should be uh, on the bench etc etc and you have uh, leonardo or even uh, nasel Khafi or even the sheikh of qatar that says okay but i spend loads and loads of money on this one so you need to play him then obviously it impacts the football. Um, so no, I have, I have, um, I have to say, it, it's been great with us. Um, I think we completely missed out on him because yeah. of our internal issues, and obviously he proved the season after joining you guys that we did a, a, a terrible mistake. Um, and and um, and yeah, no, no, we we we've been quite happy with him to be fair. Uh, but yeah. Nothing else to say apart from the fact that yeah, it was it was complicated internally, so they got rid of it on Christmas Day as well, uh, which is <laughs> terrible. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm never surprised, you know, when when big clubs get rid of managers. As you said, you know, the hierarchy at PSG is notoriously quite difficult to get along with. Um, as you Mate, say, this is a house of cards. You know, house yeah. of cards. <laughs> yeah, this is a house been, of yeah. cards at PSG. <laughs> But as you say, like, you know, when you've got, do you, do you, like, is it widely recognised, I mean, amongst PSG fans particularly that, you know, the owners, as he touched on, are they, are they kind of picking these players? Like, you know, I guess, for example, Neymar, world club, uh, world record signing, that was a, that was a board signing, wasn't it? That was a, you know, that was a kind of, Qatar, was. that was a Qatar sign. That wasn't necessarily the manager at the time saying, exactly. right, I, want, I want Neymar. It was like PSG seeing it as an opportunity. And it comes back to what we saw before, to tap into new markets. Neymar's got massive global appeal. Exactly. It, it comes back to that. I mean, like... Exactly. What do you think happened with Messi then? See? It's exactly, it's, exactly it's, the it's, same. It's the even same. Even, mate, we will touch base on, on this legend here, yeah. uh, Thiago Silva, but we got rid of him in a very disrespectful way as well. He's a legend a new, of the club. Did he offer club. him a new... Did he get offered a new contract? He wasn't no, offered anything, was no, he? Nothing. Nothing, nothing, mate. We got rid of Cavani, our best scorer ever, the same way we got rid of Thiago Silva in a very disrespectful way. And um, pretending that Thiago Silva was too old for the club, etc. Look, look what we did. We replaced yeah. Thiago Silva by Sergio Ramos. Oh, and Sergio cool. Ramos yeah. hasn't played... I mean, he played like one or two games, always injured. And, and off as in, well. You know what I mean? And yeah. that does not make any sense. You said Thiago Silva is too too old and you replace him by Sergio Ramos and he's not even playing with us. So those kind of decisions are very, I find them very hard to, to understand, to be fair. Um, but yeah, as you, as you said, uh, the strategy of the club is uh, to sign players who actually can... That's what I think now. We can actually expand the fan base. Yeah. And 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 we were not really... Neymar was all right, but not really... We've been traumatized by Barcelona. We yeah. hate Barcelona. Especially the, the Ramontada. And, yeah. Exactly. But the, 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 we can discuss the ref afterwards. But uh, that's another topic. <laughs> but mate, Neymar, he traumatized us during this game. Messi has traumatized us as well. We had the impression that it was a bit like the uh, uh, Stockholm syndrome. Like you, you bully us. So if you bully us, then we're gonna get your best players. So you don't bully us anymore. But us real PSG fans, we're like those players are and are and we always remain Barcelona players. Yeah. The Neymar prime was not with us. It was with Barcelona. Yeah. Messi prime was not with. Is not with us. It was with Barcelona, and I think he will. He will never perform with us anyway. Uh, because it's too old and, and he, he has nothing else uh, to prove anymore. Uh, but um, yeah, same for Sergio Ramos. Like, why, why, why are we doing this? Okay, they were on a free transfer, so we haven't paid anything for the transfer, but we still need to pay the wages. And uh, they're not they're not bringing it. Neymar is different because the first two seasons of Neymar were incredible. Uh, yeah. he, he was great with us. Um, now he's let's say fifty fifty. I'd say. But uh, but yeah, man, it's just uh, sometimes it's really frustrating. We have the impression that they, they just they just recruit players to expand the fan base and nothing else. And uh, sometimes it does not make sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just wanted to I just wanted to talk touch on Neymar. Um, I, I, obviously, a documentary come out recently on yeah. on Netflix. Um, I've watched it as well. I, I watched it as well. I've got to be honest. I, I thought it was quite good in terms of it I think he, come, he, he comes across very well. 
he's just a guy that plays football at the end of the day. And the pressure on the guy is unbelievable. But what I would say is, do you, would you, do you feel as a PSG fan, do you feel he's slightly underwhelmed since he signed? Like in terms of the fact that he's coming for world record fee, PSG not really any close, to, not really that much closer to winning the Champions League than they were before he signed. Um, he's constantly in. He's been injured a lot. The you know you always have the well, yes the, and no because he was part of the of the team that reached the Champions League final. He as was, well. yeah. So he, and then obviously you but... have issues kind of off the pitch. You know, every year you know the sister's birthday, etc. Yes. Um, <laughs> and also the fact that he openly admitted yeah, that true. back in 2019 that. He tried everything possible to go back to Barcelona. Exactly. How, how, how does that sit with PSG fans? It was really hard for us, uh, considering the fact that, um, as you can see during the, uh, in, in the Netflix documentary, um, his father forced him to stay um, because he wanted to leave and go back to Barcelona. His father forced him to stay, and the Sheikh of Qatar also forced him to stay. It's a bit like prison FC now. Like when you have a player that does not want to play for your club anymore, we should not force them to stay. Look what's happening with Mbappe right now. Yeah, I was going to say. You, you got, know like, what I mean? Got, they're, they're getting, the, like, just leave the guy alone, you know. He's a young exactly. kid. If he, want, if he wants to leave, he wants to leave. Why are you getting, exactly. like, they, they're getting political figures involved, former yes. prime ministers. Like, what are you Does what not are you make doing? any sense. And no. also the pressure, as you mentioned, so the pressure is, is super high on, on the guy. That's, that's for sure. Um, but when you have a player publicly stating in, in the Spanish press, or even I think it was on the French uh, uh, papers as well, that he wanted to leave the club and uh, that his best football memory was the remontada against PSG. And, he, and when he said this, he was, a, he was an actual PSG yeah. player. So it hurts us a lot, you know. And uh, we were really pissed off. Um, and we were in favor of him going back to Barcelona, to be fair. Um, what's happening right now with Mbappe? We know he always dreamt of, uh, of, of playing for, for, for Real Madrid. Um, why are we forcing him to stay? Why are we involving politicians? And, and uh, this, I mean, and we true fans want, I know it's really complicated these days with modern football, but we want players to play for the badge and players to play because they want to play for this club and they want to be here if they play but they, they, their head is somewhere else or they're forced to play for the club what's the point i prefer to be to be mid mid table or even bottom of the table and have players that are playing like qpr yesterday yeah. against blackpool until the very last second uh 10 men against 11 and they won with the last minute winner uh because they played they, they did everything they could for the badge and 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 it's just QPR, but it's good to see some players involved like this on the pitch. And what we have right now is just Messi walking around, taking his paycheck. Uh, obviously, Neymar is here, but he's, he's usually injured and does not really want to be here. I've, I, I've seen that recently. He said that he wants to play in the MLS. I don't know if, yeah. you've, if you've seen that. Yeah, but he he'd love to play MLS before his exactly. career is done. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, because apparently he wants to play MLS because he's going to have more holidays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, prob <laughs> probably. Play yeah. Less. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the sister birthday, as you said, is probably is in contract. To be fair, maybe he has yeah. negotiated this with the club before he joined the club, saying, 
I, I will join, but you need to leave me alone when it's my sister's birthday. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, we, don't, maybe... we don't know. Exactly. I mean, but, so, but, yeah, I mean, what, 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 just lastly on Neymar, before we move on, I mean, what, what do you make of him as, as, a, as a footballer? I mean, obviously, clearly very talented, one of the most talented footballers, I think, there's been in a long, long time. But again, seems to be, to me, seems to be very inconsistent, can often go missing, I was about to say, can yeah. go missing quite a lot. Yeah. I mean, obviously, referring back to the documentary, he's done, he's done good things at Paris, but you watch him in his first couple of, particularly the first two or three years at Barcelona, Nothing was, to he compare. Was, he was unbelievable. Nothing to compare. You, it, and Nothing. it doesn't even it doesn't even compare. I mean, Neymar's been there quite a while now five five maybe five more than five years. Um, how what, what do PSG fans think of him? Do you think like ultimately? I know he's not finished yet at PSG, but would you say it's worked out so far? He did what he had to do. Um, I expect nothing and, and nothing more from him. To be fair, uh, I think I think. Uh, the first two two seasons, that's maybe the first three seasons where he's prime with us, not 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 the prime Neymar, but the the, the best he, he, he was able to do with us. Now I don't expect anything anymore from him. Um, but uh, as as you mentioned, he's really inconsistent, and that's the issue we have at PSG. We have very good players, but most of them are inconsistent. I can mention Verratti. I can mention all the players that are pure gems but are inconsistent. Uh, and that's the case with Neymar. He's a genius. Uh, obviously, he's, he's, he's an amazing player. Technical, talented, skills, um, love love of football, uh, obviously, uh, like Ronaldinho had back in the days. And uh, But the problem is that at this level, we need players we can rely on. And, and, and I, I, I can't say we can really rely on Neymar. Uh, no, he, has, he has a huge impact on the team. We can definitely yeah. spot this. Uh, for example, against Real Madrid, uh, when 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 um, when he played, Just a I flick think, to Mbappe. Yeah. yeah. So he has, he has a critical impact when when he, when he wants to play, but it's it's, it's always like this. He, he chooses his games. He chooses his moments. Uh, like like the entire team, pretty much. Like Messi, you uh, chooses when he wants to uh, be decisive or. Uh, Decisive, sorry, or, 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 or it's just that most of them are inconsistent. And Neymar is the perfect example. Yeah, I, 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 I would I would agree with that hundred percent. I mean, just on it, do you think? I mean, talking of Lionel Messi, um, PSG have obviously wanted Messi for quite a while. They tried to get him uh, previously, yeah. didn't didn't no, quite people, work out. They roasted me when I was yeah. on the Don Robbie uh, uh, channel, and yeah. it was the the end of the transfer window. And Robbie said to me, "Do you uh, do you want Messi to play for PSG?" And I said, "No." And then the, in the comment section, people were, "Who yeah. is this guy? How can yeah. he say he's refusing <laughs> Messi? He's not respecting yeah. Messi?" No, 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 guys. It's not that I do not respect Messi. Is that I want the it best for my work. club? Yeah, I want the best for my club. And Messi is 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 not an is is not a good solution for my club. And he hasn't proved anything. And he it's actually seen that exactly. And, and, and as we say, two things on that. I reckon. Partly one reason they signed him is because Neymar wanted him to keep exactly. him happy. Exactly. And another one, sell shirts and tap into exactly. more market. But if you, look, if you look at you it... You just said a... to me off camera, you have a messy shirt. Yeah. yeah there you go. Uh, yeah, no, I do, mate. I do. But, it like, works. but, from a, but if, you, if you actually sit back and look at it from a fan perspective, a football perspective, signing a 34-year-old Lionel Messi is not the answer to PSG nope. being more successful. 
And, nope, and you can, and I know, I know he's never, he's not. This is the first season he's played outside of Spain and stuff. But by all accounts, yes, he's done well in the Champions League this season. I've watched a few league games of PSG. Yes, he's been unlucky. You know, he's hit the woodwork a few times. He's lazy. He's been, mate. He's been, he's been underwhelming. I, I watched you in the lazy. Champions League away at the Etihad, and I've never seen a more lazy performance from a front three than I saw from Neymar. Yeah, I was Messi, at the Etihad Mbappe. as well. Uh, Defend, yeah. basically defending with seven players and then there, those three did literally did nothing yeah i fully agree um he has a bit of a nonchalant attitude on the pitch which is really annoying uh we knew that he was playing a bit like this uh at barcelona but uh uh we have the impression he's not involved he's not making the runs that that we need him to make um and he he, he he is picturing himself as a as a as a grandfather, you know, like he's he's all these. He, he has nothing to prove anymore. He, he's here, but he's we don't really know why he's here, um, mate. Very very frustrating with Messi, uh, and I knew it from the beginning, as mentioned, yeah. that he was not a, a good uh, a good player to to recruit for the club. Um, but mate, he's in, apparently he's enjoying being here with his mates, and I could totally understand. Uh, Di Maia is Argentinian. We have Paredes. Yeah. Pochettino is Argentinian. He has Neymar. He has all his mates. in the most beautiful city of the world, the city of love, the city of fashion or whatever. Then it's just enjoying himself. You know what I mean? And But he's, he has nothing to prove. So why why is it? We need players that can help us to prove something to the world that we are an amazing team and they want to be involved. That's it. Yeah. I mean, just on, on, on the recruitment this summer, I mean, myself and many others looked at PSG's window last summer and thought, unbelievable business. One of the best yeah. windows, not, not just the best window in the summer in football, but one of the best windows generally in, in the last yeah. few years or for a long time. Obviously, Donnarumma yeah. on a free, Vinaldum, yeah. Sergio Ramos, got Hakimi in, yeah, Hakimi got Lionel well. Messi. Um, and Nuno Mendes on the loan. Which and Nuno Mendes, who's, a, who's, a, who's yeah. a very good player as well. Yeah. Yeah. Now you've had a few months to digest those signings and see how they settled in. Um, how pleased are you with that business? I mean, three of them. Three, three of them. them. Yeah. Nuno Mendes, obviously for me, it was the it was the crucial position we needed. So uh, he's, he's on the loan, but uh, there's there's an option to to buy him, yeah. and I think it's forty millions or something. I'm sure yeah. we're gonna uh, we're gonna trigger that option. Yeah, he's good. Um, Hakimi was well needed yeah. as well. Uh, so for me, it's the second uh, best recruitment we had uh, during this transfer window. And I had mixed feelings about Donnarumma because Navas, for me, was still the number one. It's really good. yeah. But we needed to prepare the future. So uh, he's, he's proven that he's been, he's, he's been amazing with us, to be fair. Um, there's no real number one. That's the issue that we have now as well as a goalkeeper. So uh, I'd say, yeah, uh, Nuno Mendes, Hakimi and Donnarumma because they were useful recruits, useful. Sergio Ramos, yeah, he's free, he's free, but he's not useful. Why, why, why are we recruiting him? I had plenty of hope with Gini, plenty of hope with him, obviously, because he was here to uh, bring us some uh, Champions League experience, uh, but he did not fit in the team. He's always on the bench. Uh, the gaffer has tried to play him at different positions uh, because our team is so unorganized. He does not know how to play. He's, he's not feeling comfortable. And I can understand, to be fair. It's not about the player himself. 
It's just that the team is all over the place and he was in a club system. And in yeah. a club system, everything is square. You know what I mean? So he exactly know what he has to do, where he has to be positioned on the pitch. But here it's all over the place. So he did not find his place, unfortunately. So a bit disappointed, but not really. But yeah, Messi, big disappointment. Um, and Sergio Ramos is, uh, mate, it's a fraud. <laughs> but they just paired him to sit in sit in the executive box and just watch the games. Man, just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but I, I I do I like him as a footballer. I think he's a fantastic defender. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you have you have to say at the moment it's not worked out. He's probably only played about five times. Yeah, you need to be selfish. You need to think about yeah. the interests of your club. And and from from a selfishness perspective, is he has nothing to do here. Sorry, and particularly as you got rid of Thiago Silva to bring him in. Like, yeah, it's, you want it's, me to cry? <laughs> but um, let's get to PSG today then obviously Pochettino took over from Thomas Tuchel um, missed out on the French league to Lille last season joined yeah. a point behind finished a point behind I, I looked at that as a bit of a missed opportunity Lille stuttered a bit in the running dropped a few points which PSG couldn't take advantage of but now that Poch has been here over a year um, what do you make of what he's doing? Obviously, a former player there, I think a former captain as well. Um, what do you make of the job he's doing and how, how do the fans view him? Because, I mean, again, I've seen things that people aren't that happy with him, think the team's all over the place, there's no style to the team, there doesn't seem exactly. to be a plan. Like, How do you view PSG at the moment? Well, under, under basically, pot? at first, we were super excited uh, because, as you rightfully mentioned, he's a former uh, PSG player and captain. So it was good to have him back. Uh, obviously, uh, in relation to what I just said earlier, we are very young. So it's good to have some uh, former player involved in the club, etc., etc. And then, you know what happened with Lille and we lost the league, etc. But it was not a big deal in the sense that it was an accident and we, he was not, we did not hold him accountable for this uh, because he arrived, uh, I think, six months uh, before the end of the season. So it was not really down to him, kind of. Uh, but we expected him to uh, bring some and, and imp yeah, implement some style of, of play that we were lacking, uh, some, some identity. And that's what we need and that's what we're lacking. And unfortunately, he's been really, really disappointing. Uh, but uh, again, I think he's... I'm, try I'm trying to be objective here and... Uh, I don't, again, I think it's, you know, he has issues with Leonardo as well. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yes. So I, I think it's not the same. It's 50-50. It's not really down to him. Uh, I think after six months, he already wanted to, to uh, join Manchester United. Yeah. Um, you know, he n never really moved in Paris. He's uh, recently uh, renting a place, but he has been uh, living in a hotel in Paris for the first uh, seven, eight months or something. And... Um, going back and forth between uh, uh, his house in London because his family stayed in London and, uh, and Paris. He did not really move in. He was um, always having his head in the Premier League. Um, so, mate, it's just that when you have a gaffer that joins the club but he's not free to decide on what he wants to implement, it's always complicated, man. Mm. Always. And that's what happened with Poch. That's what happened with uh, Unai Emery and, and Thomas Tuchel as well. And, and now they're thinking and they're speaking about uh, bringing Zidane. But Zidane, yeah. I said, if I'm joining, 
you need to get rid of Leonardo. I don't. I want to be free, and you need yeah. you need to uh, prove to me that I will be free to uh, implement what I want to implement. Otherwise, there's no point for me joining PSG. And I totally agree with him, and that's what's happening at the moment with uh, with Poch. Um, so yeah, uh, disappointed, really disappointed. Yeah, I mean, do you think he'll obviously, you know, links with Manchester United? It depends, obviously, just realistically between himself and Eric Ten Hag of Ajax for the United job in the summer. Um, by all accounts, I'd imagine Poch wants to join United, and I don't think PSG would probably stand in his way if the compensation offer no, no, was. No, no, no. I think was, they want right. to get rid of him as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, would you be happy to get rid of him in, in yes. the summer? Yeah. Yes, hundred percent. Uh, as I mentioned, the the, the internal is- issues we have is something. But the fact that you are uh, replacing players at the 80th minute and you are never anticipating the changes, yeah. you are too late. Uh, you know, we, we, we saw quite, quite a few stuff that we were not happy with. Uh, and it was not down to Leonardo. It was not down to uh, uh, the shake of Qatar or anything. So um, he, could, he could have imp- implemented a style of play if he really had a style of play. Uh, but did he really have the style of style of play when he was at Tottenham, for example? That's no, that's uh, also exactly. I, mean, I don't want to say something like that might be a bit unpopular, but I've got to be honest. Is he even that good a manager? I don't. I don't want to sound. I don't want to sound disrespectful, but like actually look at what he's done. Okay, look, he, he built a little bit at Tottenham. Fair play to him. Was went close in the league up against Leicester, but should have done a lot better. Yeah. Um. And then look, okay, great, got Tottenham to a Champions League final, fantastic. But they were awful against Liverpool in that match, and they were pretty lucky against Ajax, to be honest. Yeah. They got outplayed yeah. over the two legs. And then what else has he done? Okay, at Espanyol, Southampton. But you look at it; he's literally managed Tottenham, where he did okay. And he's now, and he's at PSG. I agree. And and, and he's, and he, I'm not being, I'm not saying he's not a good manager, but. He's we deserve near, better. Yeah, yeah, he's nowhere near as good as the media and people like you to think he is. I yeah. honestly don't think he is. I fully agree with you. Uh, I think there was a bit of, uh, as I mentioned, we were a bit subjective with him because we wanted to bring a former player, former captain, etc., yeah. etc. Et so I think it was it was really important in in the decision making, uh, uh, perhaps I'd say, um, instead of looking at his CV and and and. Uh, Spotting the titles that he has won, uh, none in the Premier League, obviously, uh, because that's Tottenham, and uh, <laughs> so that's 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 the yeah. problem, you know. I think we deserve more, um, and better. Uh, I've been a big fan of Carlo Ancelotti when he was at PSG, yeah, good manager under the, the Qatar uh era. I think he's been, in my, my personal opinion, the best gaffer we had. Uh, Laurent Blanc was quite good as well, yeah. I, I, I put him in second. So I'd say the early stages were amazing. It was looking bright. The future was looking bright. And then, you know. Yeah, it's gone a little, it's gone a little bit downhill, hasn't it? But you're still in the Champions League. Obviously, everyone knows that PSG managers aren't judged on the domestic trophies or the league. That's just a given. It's all about winning that elusive Champions League. That's what the Qataris want. That's what everyone associated with the club wants. Obviously, went close with Thomas Tuchel last se- uh, a couple of seasons ago. Yeah, um, two seasons, yeah. Two seasons ago, you're in a good position, having won the first leg of the last 16 against Real Madrid. You've got the second leg at the Bernabeu coming up, so you could get through. Um, how confident are you that it, this could be the year for PSG? Or do you think, again, when it really matters, you get to the sort of semi-finals when you're playing the likes of your Manchester City's, perhaps playing Chelsea, maybe? 
Um, do you still have PSG ultimately? They actually got enough as a team to to take that step. The thing with us, mate, Parisians in general, we we are unpredictable. Yeah. We can be the best in the world, even if we are lazy as a F, uh, we're not <laughs> going to do anything. Uh, we, the team is picking up their games uh, this season. Uh, whenever they decide to play, they can be a, a world-class team. Uh, otherwise, they're just lazy. And I have the impression that we are mainly lazy this season. As I mentioned earlier, the team is unorganized. Uh, it's a crash test, kind of. Uh, you put all the Avengers right next to each other, and you you just give it give it a go. But uh, uh, it does not work like that. And and Champions League teams as well um, are having the experience. Um, obviously, the fact that we need a bench as well, and that's what we're lacking uh, because the bench is very important to win the the trophy. Yeah. Uh, like like the Man City bench, for example, is pretty much a second. Second team, to yeah, be fair. Ridiculous. Whereas our bench is is whack. Is I'm sorry, but <laughs> our bench is 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 terrible. Um, so I'm not expecting anything. Uh, even if on paper and on FIFA we can win it, uh, in reality I think it's going to be more complicated. We did well against Real Madrid. We can be the best in the world whenever we want to be and choose to be. But uh, in the long run, I think uh, it's not going to be. Uh, Sufficient, uh, so you, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think we can. Don't, so don't, don't think this year no, is going to happen. No, no. I, I mean, don't how, think so. how far do you envisage PSG going? Do you think? Obviously, I know semi-final. Semi-final, yeah, yeah. I mean, semi-final. They, I mean, you look at the other teams in it, you know, and and as you say, PSG on their day, if they decide to turn up. We've seen it beat uh, against Bayern Munich, arguably one of the best teams in the world. Went to the yeah. Allianz, won there, scored three goals. Yeah. Yeah. went through over the two legs and then but then you see other performances that are just dreadful and so like there's no there yeah. doesn't seem to be an in-between there seems to be a bit of a lack of consistency exactly. exactly and i guess when you get to the latter stages if i'm as, as a chelsea fan you know if, if, if we're there or thereabouts you know last eight last four and you're looking at it and you think who would you like to draw psg would be one of those teams just based on the fact that the lack yeah. of organization and the fact yeah. that the team is lazy Particularly yeah. from the particularly from the front, and you know that defensively you can probably. It's get only Mbappe a, now who is not lazy. Yeah, and yeah, only only speech, only yeah. Mbappe. So you look at it and you think, yeah, you know, very good individual players that can literally make something happen out of nothing. Obviously, you were at the Etihad. I watched the game on the TV. Yeah, like City were dominating you, and then you get a goal through nothing because you've got those special players at the top of the pitch that can do that, but. That's not always going to happen. Exactly. There exactly. needs to be more more of a collective. Obviously, you've said that you don't think it's going to be PSG's year this year in the Champions League. Who who do you fancy having seen? We've seen all the first legs of the last sixteen ties. They concluded this week. Um, who, who are your favourites for the trophy? Who do you think? I think uh, I think it's yeah. It might be Man City's year. Yeah. To be fair, um, the pressure is more on them than on us. Uh, because uh, they've been uh, chasing this trophy for longer than us. Yeah. Um, the club is older than us as well, mm. way older than PSG. Uh, even if the investment is pretty much the same, um, I mean, Pep is, is a world-class world uh, gaffer yeah. as well. Um, there is some uh, consist consistency in the team, uh, organization as well. Uh, 
I mean, when you watch that team playing, it makes total sense. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they've been playing together for, for quite a few seasons now as well. So um, I, th I think Man City might win it this season. Otherwise, we are sleeping, I think, on Liverpool. Yeah, uh, I'm, everyone I'm, I'm, is sleeping on Liverpool. Them, yeah. And uh, I'm, and the other favorite for me would be again uh, Bayern Munich. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I, I'd agree. I think you know, I mean, I, I obviously won it last season. I'd love to win it again, but ultimately, you know, we 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 fall short. We fall short. It's just it's just the way it is. But I do think an English team's going to win it. I think City. But, but look, mate, you won it when you were not the favorites, and you yeah, like it's true. You it's like true, the, yeah. the underdog. Everyone yeah. was sleeping on Chelsea because your yeah. Champions League last season was you were you were consistent. You know, you were not amazing to watch. No, but at least you you did the job, and yeah. uh, and everyone was sleeping on you, and you made it. And this season is pretty much the same. Everyone is saying Chelsea they won it last year. Now you're a world champion against yeah. uh, uh, Palmeiras. Now you like uh, I, I was at Sellers Park uh, last weekend for the Palace game. Oh, it was uh, a terrible you, game, but you were not it a wins joy. a win. No, no you, were, you were not a joy to, to watch, to be fair. <laughs> uh, you've been quite lucky, but yeah. still, you did the job. Yeah. So, um, you know, Chelsea, we, 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 can, we cannot sleep on Chelsea as well. <laughs> no, 100%. I, I, I really do think it'll be an English team. I think an English team will buy Munich. Would I like PSG to win it? I, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't mind so much. I mean, if it happens, it happens. It's, it's, it's not, not, not a big deal as far as I'm concerned, but... Yeah, it's certainly going to be interesting as we get towards those those latter rounds as as, as the other teams start dropping dropping uh, out. But yeah, there's certainly going to be some some big matches coming up. Um, PSG Real Madrid. I'm looking I'm looking forward to that uh, in a, in a few Mate, weeks' time. Uh, hopefully, we're going to draw Chelsea as well. It's going to be a uh, uh, a nice away uh, trip for me because it's down the oh, road. Oh yeah, just down the road, just sorted, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no, mate. Why not? I mean, I, I was at I was at the Lille game the other night, mate. They they Lille took a lot of fans over. There was a there was a lot, yeah, a lot of them. There were loads of them, and they're yeah. they're making a lot of noise as well. We have great fans in France. It's slightly different from you guys here in the UK as well, uh, uh, because the ultras that we have, you know, we are allowed to have the the drums, the flares, the banners, yeah. and everything. So it's another way to support. Uh, but yeah, we have great fans in general in France. Uh, but yeah, I, I would love to play Chelsea. To be fair, yeah, uh, I'd, I'd love to. Uh, we 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 played you uh, quite a few times in the Champions League and historic games as well. Um, so there's a bit of a kind of rivalry with Chelsea, I'd say, considering the fact that now you also have our gaffer and our captain. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, no, I, I, I'd love that tie to happen. Hopefully, we can we can both see the jo the job through uh, in the next couple of weeks, and then. Maybe we'll get a Chelsea PSG in the quarterfinals. I, 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 I'd be keen for that. But that seems yeah. like a good point. To, seems like a good point to round out, mate. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Um, appreciate if people, it. if people want to check out like your what you've been doing, your, your clothing range, etc., um, your socials. Where's the best place for people to go? Just explain yeah. a little. Explain a little bit about your your clothing stuff. Yeah. So what happened is uh, we launched this PSG podcast in English language uh, during the second lockdown. Because there were there were some people doing podcasts in English language, but they were not really PSG fans from Paris. Uh, you know, some Americans, some yeah. uh, uh, that arrived with Ibrahimovic or even David Beckham, because you know he finished his career at PSG. Yeah. Uh, so we decided to uh, launch something uh, with with real PSG fans, 
uh, called Paris in Londoner because we are based here in London. Um, and uh, and yeah, you can you we are very active on Instagram. Uh, we uh, are starting to uh, boost the YouTube channel where we have all our podcasts as well uh, with uh, very interesting guests uh, actually uh, joining the the podcast. And uh, I'm 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 around uh, you know the Don Robbie channel representing PSG. Yeah. We have plenty of big projects coming as well with different uh, uh, TV channels this year, this uh, year. Uh, and uh, and uh, the clothing brand it's not really a clothing brand. It's just some merchandising that we launched, uh, and it's also available uh, online. You can find the link on the Instagram as well. And uh, and yeah, man, I appreciate the invite uh, and uh, to uh, give me the opportunity to. Uh, share the voice of uh of uh of a uh, true parisian fans i'd say yeah no mate thank you so much for your time guys make sure you check all of that out i've linked it all in the description below so go over there check it out some great stuff there uh from myself if you've tuned in live guys thank you so much for watching make sure you smash like on the video please do subscribe to the youtube channel appreciate all the support want to hit 400 by the end of this month a few more to go so if you could help me nice. out please do smash a like on the video please do subscribe and uh, yeah, this podcast will be out in audio version as well in the next day or so. So you can listen to that on your commute or wherever you're really? going. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in, mate. Thanks again for your time. Really enjoy it. And that. hopefully we'll get PSG Chelsea yes, in the next round, next round of the Champions League. Thank you, guys.